Welcome to the Dream Big Nation podcast. In this show, veteran recruiter, wealth mentor, and entrepreneur, Lisa Williams, will take you on a journey of exploration and discovery to learn what it takes to hire yourself. Are you ready to dream big and grow into the person you're meant to become? If so, you're in for a treat. And now, here is your host, Lisa Williams. Hello, friends. It's Lisa Williams here at our Dream Big Nation podcast, and I am so very excited to introduce you to Mr. Jay Noland, our guest today. Hello, Jay. How are you? Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Good to be here, Lisa. Absolutely. I'm so grateful to meet you. I was introduced to Jay by a good friend of mine, Ms. June Hans, who has had the blessing to work with you before, Jay. And for those of you that don't know him, he is a former San Diego Padres player that had an injury in his life and has reinvented himself several iterations and is the the CEO of MYB Publishing, which he's been a prolific author most of his life as well, which is so exciting. So Jay, I would just love to start by, by, for those of you that, you know, our audience that hasn't had the pleasure to know your story, maybe just a a little two minute back back story, and then we can jump into some more questions. You know, I'm a small town country boy from Winchester, Kentucky, you know, born in 1968, which was a unique time. I was born just a few months after Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. So being in the South, it was a very tense time and a whole lot of that, I guess you would call that tension I grew up around. But the one thing I had was I had very loving grandparents who kind of really nurtured, watched after me, supported me, and really just kind of groomed my way to be able to have a functional life. Oh, that's not all you're going to tell us. Come on. You have a lot more to tell us. <laughs> well, you know, from there, you know, again, I'm again, country boy. I can get in the trenches here because, you know, I grew up on a hog farm. Yeah. yeah. People that don't know what a hog farm is, that's pigs. So my <laughs> grandfather had about 75 to 150 pigs that we were taking care of all the time. So I grew up around slopping hogs. That means anything that you don't want to eat goes over in the garbage. Well, the hogs will eat it. So yeah. we would make what's called slop. And I grew up, you know, and I, and I tell folks, you know, I look back now, you know, being in that mud and that slop and that stink, it taught me a lot about life lessons now, about oh what do gosh. you do when you're in the mud, and you're in the stink. You know, I came off of that farm and was blessed enough to get an opportunity to go to college for a couple of years at Central Florida Junior College. I got drafted by the San Diego Padres in 1988, played four years with their organization, played one year with the Colorado Rockies, and then I signed my major league contract with the Seattle Mariners in 1995. Thought everything was going great. I've been working my tail off that entire time. So now I'm roommates at the time with Alex Rodriguez. I'm about to play next to Ken Griffey Jr., and all of a sudden, after a month into the season, I blow my elbow out. Mm-hmm. So my dream just kind of whittled down and I didn't know what I was going to do. The doctor told me it's going to be about a year of rehab, but you probably might probably won't be able to play anymore. So that really Lisa forced me into going, OK, now I'm having to deal with reality, you know, playing professional sports, kind of like a dream world. You're not really ever dealing with reality. And so I focused on getting involved in, in marketing and business and figuring out how to build myself. And that's when I was introduced to personal growth. You know, the law of success by Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich. 
how to win friends and influence people. So I started really working on myself and I've been doing that, you know, for over 25 years now. I love that. And imagine, wouldn't it be cool if uh, college graduate, like college students had like had a whole class on thinking the rich? I think, you know, you know why that book is not in the, the school system. I tell people all the time, you get in there, you start reading all these uh, multimillionaires and billionaires and you start flipping through looking at the names and then you find out that almost every one of them didn't have past a sixth grade education. Oh, interesting. You're you're spot on it. Yeah. Looking at that book going, okay, uh, billionaire, sixth grade education. Oh, multi-billionaire, third grade education. Oh, Andrew Carnegie, the first documented billionaire, didn't have past the second or third grade education. People will probably be taking their books, just flipping them over the shoulders, going, I'm out of here. So I, I guess that's why they're not in the schools. Oh, my goodness. You just blew my mind right there. Imagine. So how, how many do you have children? I got one child. I got a son that's uh, almost six years old now. OK, so we we know that kids, they have this this natural you know, ability to just really not care what people think up to a certain age. And then that changes for our children. It changes for all of us, this need for approval addiction. What are you doing to help your son not fall into that trap? Well, from the time that my we found out my wife was pregnant, we've been speaking greatness and independence into our son. So she found out she was pregnant. I'm speaking into the belly. When she was in the shower, we both agreed we're going to continue and always speak greatness. So there's really not a day that goes by, even to this time, to these days, before he goes to bed every night, I say, you're awesome. You're wonderful. You're magnificent. You can do anything. You are fast. You are strong. You are courageous. So now I could get him and I'll say, hey, what are you? And he starts repeating that. And it's a, it's a trip because we told him that he could do anything when he's even when he's his mother's womb. So when we say, when we have to like say no to like things like that would be dangerous, like don't jump off of that. Right. He doesn't understand it. He's like, you right. told me to do anything. Yeah. So take us, you've, <clears throat> you've had so many iterations of yourself. And I think there's so many people that it's like if they, maybe they do go to college or they go to trade school and it's like they obtain this degree as though it's okay, learning's done. What would you say that was, you know, really a tactical, practical thing that you did to put in place in your life that others could do if they're stuck right now that, you know, they're not growing? You've got to, everybody has to stop and read Think and Grow Rich. I always say the name of the book should be Stop first, like stop and then Think and Grow Rich, like stop, Mm -hmm. you know, because everybody's so busy going and going and going. So that book is the condensed version of the law of success, which is about that thing. As a matter of fact, I probably got one of that. Yeah, I got one right here. I always keep a law of success close by. So I've got a law of success book right here. So you can see it's pretty thick. So Think and Grow Rich is a condensed version of that. And I'll tell you, man, you got to really be thinking about it. One of the biggest chapters that gets overlooked in the book is the brain and how important the brain is. It's a transmitting station. So a lot of times people, when they feel that they're stuck, you know, I'm, I'm involved in life, not just life coaching. I say life confidence coaching. 
and also NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and, you know, sound frequencies. And so after all these years of me staying focused and studying people, why people do things the way they do, why I do things the way I I do, I really found out that what happens between the ages of, of zero to seven, it creates a mapping on your brain that unless you learn how to remap it, you're going to always be influenced by those times. And so Aristotle, the great philosopher said, quote, give me a child until they're seven and I will show you the man or the woman. Oh, I love that. So I really get folks to say, if you're stuck, it's because you are dealing with something that you had no control over. You think about it from ages zero to seven, how much control did you have over how you were influenced? You didn't have control over what clothes you put on. It was all picked for you. So whoever you were born into, whatever they said to you, it was programming you and it was creating brain mapping. And so that brain mapping controls you all the way through the rest of your life unless you do something about it. Now, if you got brain mapped the right way, my son is getting brain mapped the right way. And so he's not going to have the challenges of most people. So one of the biggest things I want to do, and I love you having me on the show, because hopefully we can touch somebody and having a powerhouse like yourself. And everybody should be very appreciative of having someone like Elisa Williams who cares to stop and take time to share information, because that could be the turning point. This is the information tap to where Lisa, I believe, is going, hey, I'm bringing different people on here just to tap to help people find their breakthrough spots. So one of the biggest breakthrough spots is learn how to get your subconscious mind working in harmony with your conscious mind. And there are tools available to do that. Yeah, let's talk about that because I love what you're doing around the neuro-linguistic programming. You have something that is, you talked about a baby right now, but you're you're about to launch something else as well. Tell us, tell our audience about that. Well, confidencetones.com is very, very important to me, to the masses. It should be something that should have been talked about in school because it involves brainwave entrainment, not entertainment, not training, but brainwave entrainment, which deals with helping to positively or can be used to negatively influence the subconscious mind. In our case, only positively influencing the subconscious mind. So there's different tones and beats that are available that you can use because everything in life is energy, is frequencies. And so what scientists have found is there's these things called binaural tones or binaural beats, meaning two, and you need a set of headphones because it's going to speak to each side of your brain. Now, there's billions of neurons going on in your brain. And what happens with these frequencies at the right frequency, you can help to entrain or influence your brain to think the way you want to think. And so we have different codes that we put in depending on what you're dealing with. Well, one of the biggest things people are dealing with is stress. You know, people are stressed out. And so meditation is important, but how can you meditate if you're trying to think about paying rent and car payments and bills and drop the kids off? And now you got a global pandemic and you got to stay home. You can't move. And so the stress is going through the roof. And so people are not learning how to relax. Well, this is unbelievable. If you put some headphones on, you will be amazed if you just try out our tones and there's I came out with a foundational program because most people have trauma 
And so the foundational program has three phases, each of seven days each, only about 12 minutes a day. Now you can do it twice a day if you really are struggling on some things, but once to twice a day, put headphones on for about 12 minutes, beautiful music, and you can choose to have some NLP coaching. So a voice of someone talking to you to positively help influence you, or you can say, I don't want to hear that voice. I just want to hear the vibration of the tone and the music. And most people go to sleep. I love it. So maybe, so great. You could, you read your business plan from thinking Go Rich Principles because you got to read it out loud with something that inspires you and then get your, whether it's before or after, put on your confidence tones. Tell me, I have, I have, I like to ask people like, what do you do when you first wake up? And do you look at your phone? Do you have a a phone limit that you're not allowed to look at your phone for a period of time? I'm kind of unique in that because I created these tones. The first thing I do is I grab my phone. So for example, I'll show you. I mean, you can just see it on my phone. Like people say, what do you do? I mean, you want to talk about fresh and, and beautiful content on Lisa Williams show here. So I just get on my phone. And then the first thing is there's my tone, see? And that was called elevating. I don't know if you can see that. Elevating. So I'll kind of give you the idea. I'll put my headphones on. Here you go. Love that. Well, and let's, I mean, what's great about it is. 12 minutes. Let's talk about putting yourself in that state for your day. Right? Yes. I Do you know, do you know Deb Erickson that runs the ICANN Institute in New Mexico? No, I need to connect you. I need to connect you. I think you guys would love each other. Yes. But, and, and, you know, I mean, I, I've heard it from a lot of people. I know Tony Robbins has, you know, get his, get in your, your peak state. And so I want to talk a a little bit shift. Now (laughs) I come from corporate America for many years, never knew anything about this amazing world of entrepreneurship and direct selling and network marketing and affiliate partnerships and all these amazing you know, different ways to create wealth and income streams. So let's talk about helping people shift from the employee quadrant to the business builder, you know, using other people's money and other people's time. How would you help people do that? Like, what's the very first thing you would suggest? You know, you got to look at the the line that divides, you know, when you read Thinking Grow Rich, it pops out, it says approximately 97 to 98% of the population are going to be dependent upon family, friends, or the federal government in order to get by by the time they retire. Now, two to 3% of the population are going to be financially free. Well, how do they do that? They use three key things, other people's ideas that work. So you you don't have to reinvent the wheel. That's why I love a lot of the home-based businesses and all these different franchise models. There's a lot of things you can do to utilize other people's ideas. Well, number two, other people's efforts. You have to have a team, people helping you make money, or it's going to be like, okay, let's go over to Lisa's house and let's, let's go carry this big couch out. Well, help her move, but let's do it by <laughs> myself. You know, I'm looking crazy. So if we get four or five other people helping us carry the couch, well, we can get it done. It's like, Every month, if you're paying your bills, well, what if when you went up to the register, instead of just you paying your bills, there was 100 or two or 300 people behind you pitching in on the grocery bill? 
you're going to pay for things a lot easier. So get the, the concept of other people's efforts. You got to get that team concept because grades one through 12, believe it or not, I've studied this is about 14,000 hours, grades one through 12. Zero time spent teaching you to build a team. 100% is to influence you to be the only one responsible for your income. And wealthy people, successful people say, yeah, it's crazy. So you got to have a team. So that's OPE. The last one is OPM, other people's money. So what I tell people that means is you have to get involved in the exchange of products and services for money. You have to become a capitalist. And so you don't have to have all the money. You can leverage other people's money. There's so many different things out there to where you can start on a shoestring where somebody else has put up the majority of the money. And all you got to do is come and plug into that system and mm-hmm. utilize their ideas and get your team of other people. And the next thing you know, you start moving day by day towards a freer life. Absolutely. Well, so let's talk about what, what do you think some of the blocks are for people around this concept? Because I, I mean, I personally see it's, it's lack of confidence in recruiting, quite frankly. And I, I'm a recruiter. I love to recruit. So talk to me about why do you, what is it that happens when we're young that builds up that block in our brains? That's zero to seven. See, what right. did mom do? Because it's all there. Exactly. What did mom do? What did dad do? What did grandma and grandma do? If they all were dependent on a, a job, so to speak, nothing wrong with a job, but you got to understand the limitations. So if they were allowing themselves to be in a limited situation and they were talking to you, that influenced you. And so when you go out and let's say you're going to go build a business, you're going to go build some teams, you're going to get involved in duplicating your efforts. Well, guess what? You got to know, first and foremost, you got to think right. So let's get you thinking right, which means you got to be open to building a team. You got to open yourself up and embrace that with all you've got, because that's going to put out the attraction energy. Now you got to be disciplined knowing that almost every person you talk to was not trained on how to have a team to help them make money. And the biggest problem that people run into is they think they got to have everybody in the world being a part of their team. You don't need everybody. You need a few. You need a few, just a couple people that are as excited as you to join the party. (laughs) And so what I always suggest is pay zero attention. And this is a discipline. That's why tools, training tools will help you. I've got training program. I just came out with a new audio series called Motivate XP, M-O-T-I-V-E, the number eight, XP.com. And that training series will boost the heck out of your confidence to where you have no problem talking to people. Like if you go to the training program, you're going to be like, all right, I'm not afraid to talk to people. I've got the confidence. I got the motivation. And so that's important because if you don't do it, What's that going to cost you? Right. Well, and what I love about how you're combining everything is it's no longer just like foo-foo, you know, oh, this neuroscience. I mean, it's science. It, you know, science doesn't lie. Math doesn't lie. That's one of the reasons I love finance. Let's talk about the incredible debt crisis in our country for a minute and why it's so important for people to create their own economy, be their own stimulus check, right? And have diversify their income. 
And what's going on right now? You know, it's everybody is finding that if you don't go to work, you don't get paid. So you've got to put yourself in a position, develop some skills. You know, utilizing the power of the internet opens up a whole new game. Us here, we're utilizing technology. This me, this online meeting. I mean, if you just learn some new skills, I guarantee you, Lisa didn't wake up one day and go, okay, I know how to do online videos. You know, you had to learn. I had to learn. I'm like, online videos, what? And I did it all wrong at first. Like really, my head was really close. It was just my forehead for a while. And my friends would be like, Lisa, do you know that you're not even on camera right now? But what made you do it? What made you go through that learning stage, Lisa? What made you go through it? I was, I had looked in the mirror and realized I couldn't remember the last time I'd grown. Wow. And I, and what kind of example was I giving my kiddos, you know? So I think right there, that just answers, you know, it's, you got to want something better. And on the other side of the want is everything that you want. (laughs) But what bridges that gap to the other side of your want is called desire. Mm -hmm. And I tell people, the number one motivating desire factor is going to be how dissatisfied you are with what you're where you're at. And a person typically does not move until they're dissatisfied enough. Mm-hmm. So if I hear somebody complaining, I'm like, oh, you're not dissatisfied enough. Because you can take the same energy and move and do something and create something. So I never will forget this. One of my early mentors, he took a piece of paper out. He takes his pen. He puts a little dot in the middle of the paper right there. And he says, that dot in the middle of this paper represents making a living, okay? Then he took the pen and he went down to the bottom of the paper. He drew another dot. And he said, that represents unsuccessful people, people who are broke, people who are struggling. Then he hands me the pen. He says, now take the pen and write the dot where wealth is. So, of course, where am I going? Top of the paper, put my dot up there. He looks at me, Lisa, and says, what gives you the audacity to put that dot anywhere? I was like, well, you asked me where wealth is at. He said, have you obtained wealth? I'm like, no. He goes, so what would make you think you know where to put that dot? I was like, he goes, you're so far off, it's ridiculous. He goes, give me the pen. So I give him the pen. He takes the the little pen and right there in the middle of the page where it was saying making a living, he puts a dot right on top of that dot. He says, that's wealth. He goes, the same amount of energy that it takes to make a living is the same energy it takes to get wealthy. You just got to think. Right. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Holy cow. (laughs) So so let's talk about and you kind of started to the power of mentorship in your life, what it's done. And sorry, there's an airplane going by (laughs) and, and how, how people, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be somebody you pay for if, if you're not able to right now, but let's talk about what mentorship has done for you and what it can do for others. Well, it's everything. Cause I grew up in sports. So coaching is what has had, it's shaped me. Coach John, like, I think of how how come I'm mentally tough. Well, my foundation is my dad and my granddad out there at Hall Farm. So, okay, that's coaching. But then I got into sports and Coach Johnson, when I was in seventh and eighth grade middle school, made us tough. And then Coach Roy Walton, 
when I was in high school, made us tough. And then when I got into professional sports, Bruce Bochy, which is going to be a Hall of Famer, I played for him for two years. We won two minor league championships. So they were mentors and they can show you things and guide you and allow you to really see yourself from an outside perspective. A lot of times when we're walking in our life, we just can't see the adjustments we need to make. A coach, even a, this is what I'm telling you, even somebody that doesn't have all the success in the world, if they got the right intentions, don't be afraid to listen to somebody that has an outside perspective on what you're doing and some adjustments you can make. Absolutely. Well, and and let's talk about the power of paying someone to coach you. Yeah. And and think about I you know your the analogy. How many people go into hundreds and thousands of debt going to college, and then they balk at you know a course for nine ninety seven or so, something like that. Let's just put that into perspective. What would you say to those people? I'm saying okay. You know, I got a flip book when, when I first started out in business and marketing and, and I was out recruiting people and, and get trying to get people involved in doing what I was doing. And I had this sheet of paper and it said student loan, $40,000 payable over 25 years. You end up paying back 244000 So 200000 in interest on 40000 And people are standing in line and clapping. Now, the number one asset, guess what the number one asset of the United States of America, the federal government, guess what their number one asset is? Student loan debt. It's, I mean, the Department of Ed's become the largest bank, basically. Student loan debt is the number one asset. And we've got to look at this and go, look, if I'm going to spend money educating myself to become an employee or become dependent on someone else, why wouldn't I take at least a little slice and invest in myself and put more value on me than on building somebody else as well. So you gotta you gotta just think right. That's why the book Think and Grow Rich is called that. So if you think right, maybe we say think right and grow rich. Right. So it'll right. be stop, think right, and go grow and grow rich. Yeah. So just, maybe we can't get the maybe we can't get the oh sorry, go ahead. I know you go ahead. It's good. Well, I was saying maybe we can't get the book in the school system, but we could get the con the 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 confidence tones and the team building yeah. in the schools, especially right now. Good heavens. So before we wrap up, I can't believe we're almost out of time already. I want to talk about what faith has done for your life and people of faith stepping into their, the plan that God has for them and how entrepreneurship could actually be a vehicle to help them step into that greatness. Well, because I built my own business and invested in myself, spent money on myself, I spent tens of thousands of dollars investing in personal growth. I didn't finish college. You know, I went to college for two years and I could have went back and I'm like, no, I don't want to go back to go learn to build somebody else's stuff. So I said, I'm going to invest in myself. Now, what did they end up doing? It ended up allowing me to have the freedom. So around 2004, I was able to take off from working and I didn't work for about really hardly for about three plus years. And during that time, because I had other people's efforts, I was able to study deep, deep spiritual and scriptural things to find out for myself. So I spent six to 10 hours a day 
for three plus years. And I started learning more and more about why am I here? And that pushed me one million percent closer to the creator because if you know anything about faith, the creator says, when you seek me with all your heart, with all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, then I will be found. So most people think, oh, I'm just going to just say something, he'll be found. He says he wants you to dig. And so spiritually, what I love about entrepreneurship is once you utilize these things that Lisa and I are talking about today, getting other people's efforts is going to give you freedom of time. And that freedom of time is going to allow you to get more spiritually connected, which is going to be the foundation of your whole being. But as long as you're chasing rent, car payments and insurance, I find that those are some of the most spiritually bankrupt people in the world. Absolutely. I think I so, I so hear you. And I really believe that entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs like are truly the hands of God and innovation in our world and bringing joy to others, helping them live their best life. And you are definitely helping people do that, Jay. I so, so appreciate your time. It's been so nice to chat with you and learn more about your story. Tell our friends where they can find you, what you're excited about right now, and, and then we'll wrap up. Well, you know, I've got, you know, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of those are at Jay Nolan, J-A-Y-N-O-L-A-N-D, coaching. So at Jay Nolan Coaching on all of those. Now, something I'm really passionate about right now, I'm not sure if most people have heard of Clubhouse, but if you're not on Clubhouse, you need to get on Clubhouse. Okay, act like I'm a second grader. I just got invited and I haven't done anything. So what what do I do? Well, you have to get an invite. This app is a, and it's a speaking only app. So nobody sees any video and it forces you to voice. And, and, and because it only has one invite, who's on there now, which is about 2 million people since March of last year, is the biggest movers, shakers, and thinkers. So for entrepreneurs, this is a networking opportunity that has never happened before. To me, it blows Facebook networking out of the water. Because when you're on the Clubhouse, you download the app, Hopefully one of your friends might already be in and they can send you an invite. And if they don't, if they don't send you an invite, you got to go figure out a way to find me. And I try to get somebody to get you an invite. Do you know, Lisa, right now they're selling those invites between $700 to $5,000 for an invite. Well, I I haven't invited anyone. I'm on there. I just haven't done anything. You're on there? So I need to, so I need to invite someone. (laughs) Okay. I'll sell it for $700. No. (laughs) Yeah, Lisa will get you a deal. $6.95 and she'll get you in there. It's exactly. on eBay and people are selling those invites because once you go in there, right now, there's all this free content. So some of the biggest thought leaders in the world, they're on there spilling their guts, developing followings, but you can pick up all this free content right now. I so love that. that right now. As a matter of fact, I just got approved for my own club inside a clubhouse, which is not easy to do. Oh, I want to be in your club, Jay. Well, Can you invite me? <laughs> yeah, it's called, it's called the Get Right Club. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because whatever you don't have right, we can help you get right. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's awesome. So if you go on Clubhouse and you look for the Get Right Club, you will find it's going to be exclusive stuff eventually that will be there. And it'll, it will be to where we monetize it. But for now, we're just getting out a bunch of free content. I love it. So I've been seeing the little notifications like, 
hey, so-and-so just joined. Can you welcome, you have time to welcome them and get in. So I just need to do it. I just yeah, need you to gotta come in and do a room together. That way Let's we, can do come it. In, we can talk to people. We can share your story. And what yeah. happens is while we're talking, people come in the room and they click on your profile. So make a kick butt profile. Yeah. They will follow you immediately on Instagram. They'll go out, check out your links. And if they like it, they'll connect with you right there. I love it. See, that's an idea right there. Somebody needs to start creating kick butt clubhouse profiles yeah. for people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Entrepreneur. I'm telling you, you can sell them right now. People are, they're dying to figure out how to. How There's to ideas everywhere. They're everywhere, right? <laughs> I'm so happy I had to spend this time with you. I great. am too, Jay. Uh, you and I are going to do something together. I don't know what it is, but I'm so grateful to know you. So to my Dream Big Nation listeners, I'm absolutely blessed to be part of your day. I'm so glad you could join us. As always, blessings to you in this amazing life journey, and we will see you soon. Bye, Jay. Bye-bye. Hey, Dream Big Nation community. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about working with Lisa and her team directly, go to lisawilliamsco.com and learn how to hire yourself.